off. Woo! Eureka. Uh, we make plays every day. Yeah. Hey, Welcome, welcome to the Real Fantasy Playmakers. I am your host, Bogart Scott Free. And surprisingly, my voice ain't crazy raspy after partying over, over an entire weekend. You know what I mean? Normally, my voice would be gone right here. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, check, check this out. It is Monday. You know what I mean? Y'all probably going to hear this on a Tuesday. But Monday, we get back to work. We work. We work every day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe not Maybe not holidays, but you know what I'm saying? But you know what, though? I would work on a holiday. How about that? And then, But yeah, another man who's also on the grind, hardworking in the industry, is, is our special guest host for the evening. It's my man, Kevin Banks from Piggy Bank Picks. What's happening, Piggy? What's going on? Bogart, what's going on? Welcome back, brother. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate had, it. Had uh last time we had you uh as part of the dynamic duo known as uh uh crackbacks, right? Uh, fantasy crackbacks. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sin City. You know what I mean? Big up, you know what I'm saying? Also a great follow. Check them out on IG, Sin City on Sticks, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, so uh but yeah, we you know we're bringing we're bringing them back for you know what I'm saying? For a, for a one-on-one right here. But welcome back, my brother. I appreciate it, man. I'm glad to be back, bro. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, so what we're going to do today, Playmakers, is uh, we compiled a list. And, you know what I'm saying, while, this whole time while I was, ta- you know, while I was getting the show ready, because, you know, I, I kind of lagged a little bit. You know, it's a little bit of technical difficulties. But, you know what I'm saying, it, it actually it, it gave me time to double time and have a drink, because I knew I'd have to have a drink or two to try to do this intro, because I had to get real Shakespearean. Because this show is called To Curve or Not To Curve. That is the question. Whether it is nobler to draft said players that we should curve or not. Okay. <laughs> See, uh, nailed it. <laughs> Bogart goes go. Shakespearean. Go. Yeah. But so, I compiled a list. We're going to go to curve or not to curve. You know what I'm saying? And before we do all, before we get to that, we're going to go ahead, handle some housekeeping. Follow me at the GMM Network on Twitter and IG. Also, follow me at Bogard Scott Free World on IG as well. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe to YouTube slash the GMM Network. You know what I mean? Also, uh, so be sure to subscribe to us at the Rum Boys Fantasy Network as well, where you see Bogard is a proud member of the Rum Boys as well. Gang, gang. You know what I'm saying? Catch us Friday nights, Run Boys After Dark, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard. You know what I'm talking about? Also, be sure to go on runboys.com. Check out all our latest and greatest articles. We got some UFC action coming back. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you, you know, you see the homie Jake from uh, Run Boys Combat. He's going to be delivering some, some solid articles about this fight card coming up this weekend. You know what I mean? Be sure to check him out. Also, shout out to Miles Peacock. Also, be sure to subscribe to my man Justin from Clock Management at YouTube slash Clock Management Fantasy Football. You know what I'm saying? Highly imitated, never duplicated. You know what I'm talking about? And, man, make sure also to subscribe to my man Jemmo the Icon Show. You know what I'm saying? On YouTube slash Jemmo the Icon. 
Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have all these links like like normal. That's just the gang. I had to, you know, I had to shout all my guys out. We're all out here working. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then also we want to shout out our sponsor, Milk and Honey TX, for all your CBD wellness and all your CBD goodness. Visit www.milkandhoneytx.com. And very, very big shout out to our proud new sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. You know what I'm saying? Go on Monkey Knife Fight when you make your first account. And you drop that first deposit, we'll match it all the way up to $50. We, like I said uh, before, uh, prior to this, UFC is coming back. Bro, you want to get on in this action, playmakers. I'm telling you, we got, we got all kind of props. You know what I mean? And with this, with this promotional deal, when you use promo code GMM, we'll match your first deposit all the way up to $50. Once again, that's promo code GMM. We'll match it all the way up to $50. Monkey Knife Fight, give me money. Hey, what's happening? Kevin Banks. Let them know where they can find you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So Kevin Banks, all right, man. So I'll represent Piggy Bank Picks. So you can find us on Instagram at Piggy Bank Picks with a Z. And uh, you know, my boy, uh, Sin City's actually rebranding right now. So it's actually going by Complicated Guys. That's right. So- That's right. I seen it. I actually had to click on it because I got a mess. He messaged me like on Friday uh, about that. Uh, about that, that uh, the wine, or not the, is, what is it, the Jeff Erstein or whatever his name is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, Epstein, yeah. there you go. Yeah, he said, he said I was like, whoa, that shit is crazy. I was like, whoa, I wasn't even aware it was like that. I knew a little bit about the case, but I was like, whoa. Anyways, yeah, he, uh, and I was like, who's complicated? And I was like, oh, okay. That, that's dope. I like, I like, I like when you, re- rebranding is always great. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir, yes, sir. So complicated Kai on Instagram. So go follow my boy. And also uh, my boy Christopher Picks. At, uh, on Instagram, go follow him, uh, Pigs with a Z, because he's uh, he makes Piggy Bank picks. He is the picks, I am the bank, and Piggy nice. is the mascot. So, you feel me? That's how we're going to do that. And also, we are on Spotify, y'all. So, you know, we just getting new to that and all that. But yeah, that's on Piggy Bank picks. Um, and yeah, man, that's where you can find us. We're on, you know, the hub is Instagram for now, but we are going to branch out very, very soon. I love it, man. I love, I love the growth, man. And you know what? You just reminded me too, Playmakers. You know what I'm saying? We are now available as well on all the streaming platforms. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's dope, man, because any way you can get the, the content out, I mean, yeah, we got to get it. You know what I'm saying? I know YouTube, uh-huh. like YouTube, it always had the allure to me, like the allure of like, man, if I can get YouTube money, be, you know what I'm saying? But like, yo, man, get it out to the, get the content out every way possible. You know what I mean? But yeah, but anyway, so let's, so let's, we're going to, like I said, tonight's show is to curve or not to curve? That is the question. Whether it is no play in the mind to draft said players or not. So let's start with my man. Bro, I almost want to do the whole show in that voice. <laughs> okay, well. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so to curve or not to curve? Derek Henry. Mm. That is a great question. You can't curve that man. You get the guy that got okay, three hundred attempts. Let me pre- let me preference this with Derek because I am gonna preference each one of them, right? So Derek Henry, I'll preface it as in he's like going six, like one six one seven territory. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I am not paying that for a guy who's not really, and then because we only play PPR over here. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, and I know I know you're the same way. So you know what I'm saying, playmakers. We only play PPR. If you playing that old school non PPR shit standard, whatever you want to call it, reconsider your fantasy life. Anyways, <laughs> right? Derrick yep. Henry, 
he's not really going to catch a ton of balls. You know what I mean? And, like, uh, yes, we know he could catch a screen and take it 65, 75 yards to, you know, house call. We've seen that shit. But it's like, yep. and it, it is kind of crazy because he is kind of good for it. Like, you know, you'd be waiting for it. Like, he's going to pop a big one. He does. It's kind of crazy. But I still can't bank on that. You know what I mean? Uh. Like and and you know there's other there's other surefire things like I'd rather have a Michael Thomas in that in that area if Michael Thomas is there or I'd rather have like a you know I'd rather have a Nick Chubb who actually is a route he route he runs the routes you know what I'm saying like because Derrick Henry don't run no routes so maybe to answer maybe to, maybe to pop this one off I'm kind of curving him because of where you gotta draft him and with the loss of Jack Conklin you know what I mean yeah. that right guard on the right. Like, man, he had so many big runs in the zone run scheme with, with Conklin busting that second level open. You know what I mean? Yeah, I believe he was a right tackle that he went to the Browns now. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that should help. That should definitely help out Hunt and Chubb. Oh, yeah. Um, it, me, man, look, I know Curve, uh, you know, some of us put that, used to put that back in the day. You feel me? To smell good and all that? Yeah, hell yeah. That was the <laughs> shit, bro. Hey, yeah, listen, yeah. all the hoes love Curve, bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that pimping, shit. Bro, you know, bro, you know what's funny? I didn't think of the curve cologne this whole time, and I've been—I must have said the word curve like thirty <laughs> times today. You feel me? Like, yo, curve cologne was the one that had like, hold on, playmakers. You know, we're gonna veer off just a second, bro. It's like it's like a grenade where like you pull the pin out so you can squeeze, so you can squeeze the button. <laughs> bro, that was the shit. I had to bring it up, man. I had to bring it up. You feel me? Old school, old school. That's player you. shit right there, man. Yup, yup. My girl wanted oh, yeah, like. Yeah, Derrick Henry, man. I, I I understand what you're saying. PPR, everyone. That's that's what it is. That's the day and age you live in, right? Yeah. But I just can't. I can't curve him. I know that there's other guys out there, but I can't curve him. And, and this is why, because I was a Derrick Henry hater. I must admit it. You know, I was like, this guy can't replicate this. You know that what he did in December last, you know, a couple years ago. Yeah. He can't do that again. And when me and Ty, he, he well, he got me to a Super Bowl that year because I picked him up off the waivers too. Like it was like early Crazy. December. Yeah, motherfuckers was tripping. I was like, I'm taking that Derrick Henry. I wasn't finna draft. Even that year, I didn't want to draft him because he was like going as like a third, fourth rounder. I was like, I don't know, man. And then you know what? When motherfuckers got so upset with him, I swooped him up. You know what I mean? But see, the reason I say this though, right? So when you think about, uh, you know, guy, workhorses, right? This guy is literally the workhorse of, of you know, the, the old oh, school definition sure. of a workhorse. But and, and, and remember, Adrian Peterson was not someone that would catch the ball all the time, but he would get the 30 carries per game. Yeah. And and this is what Derrick Henry is. He's like an AP, I mean, different running style, well, but he's just going to get the volume. He had 300 rushes last year for 1,500 yards and 16 touchdowns. Now, I know he doesn't get much, uh, you know, targets. He only got, like, 24 last year, 18 yeah. receptions for 206. And, Which you know, is pretty, a couple of them he busted. Yeah, two of them even. So it's like yeah, so two, two of them probably amounted to, like, 130 of those yards. You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah. Facts. But, like I said, I'm, I'm comparing him to AP, and I know it's a I new like age it. with these running backs, but I just can't care of him, man. I, if he's there, if he's there, I'm, I, I'm not, like, like, oh, my God, in love with it, but... Just the value, I think it's good enough that I have. I can't curve him. Yeah. I just can't. That's well, me. I, I think I, well, I would curve him in the first round, but I will say, if I had, like, the 12th pick and I'm going the back-to-back joint and he was there, mm. I'm hella happy to have him there. Mm. But, but, see, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many other running backs and that, 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 well, that I feel, you know, have workloads. You know, maybe not 
maybe like they'll have like five or six carries less than Derrick Henry. But here's another thing too. The coaching staff did come out and say like they're going to lighten his load because he gets he gets hurt. You know what I mean? And you know, they, they, they intend on making a deep run. So I could see him maybe losing, you know, three or four of those carries. That So maybe if it's still 24 carries a game, I still think I think they might even drop it down a little lower because they did have, they didn't draft a rookie. Maybe I'll say 23, 22 to 23 carries. You know what I mean? That's not much lower than 24. But I'd say, like, you know what I mean? I, I could see that because yeah. they said they want to try to preserve him. You know what I mean? And they have... You know, I mean, I know Deion Lewis is gone, and they have uh-huh. that rookie, and the no one should be scared of that rookie. But I mean, man, Derrick Henry, you know, once it gets to the winter time, that's when they need him. But either way, either way, it's, maybe it's just because I like other guys better than in that in that sense. Like I want, I ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, let's go on to the next name, right? Oh. So, let's see. Oh yeah, right here. Sorry, two Kev. Oh, not two Kev. Austin Eckler. Mm. Or as I like to call him, Austin Powers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. Because this <laughs> motherfucker had some powers last year, bro. Damn there, a thousand through the air. Hell, you know what I mean? Like, okay. So now here, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, we'll keep it in, in chronological order. So I'll give my take first. I'm kind of curving him. Mm. I, I love him a lot. But it's the same scenario with Henry. Like, first of all, if Austin Eckler is my RB1, I'm not mad at that. He's my RB2, love it even better. Right? Like because if, if I go, you know, if I go, you know, running back heavy early. But at the same time, you know what I mean? Philip Rivers is not there no more. Philip Rivers was the guy, he's not mobile in the in the pocket at all. He's going, you know what I'm saying? He has not only does he have eight kids, you know, it's you know, that's probably Proof why he has one of the quickest releases. You know what I'm talking about? Like he, <laughs> like he had that quick release, and people like Austin Powers. He, he benefited. You know what I mean? And like, if it's Tyrod Taylor, I don't know if he's just gonna like take off, or he, or even if he checks down. Like, you know what I'm saying? As much. I mean, maybe when he, when he was with Lashawn McCoy, he did check it down a ton. But I don't know. I'm just I worry about that. Then at one point we won't see Taylor, and we'll see Herbert. Then how does that change again? You know what I mean? Like, there's too many question marks for me with Austin Eckler to feel comfortable as getting him in the second round. Like those, maybe not too many question marks, but just those specific things I just I just thought of. Like I, yeah. I you know what I mean? I'd rather I'd rather take a Kenyon Drake to be honest. You know what I mean? Or may, you know what I'm saying? Like and then and then you know handcuff him with Edmonds later, or even like. But I guess you could say that you know there is a handcuff there, Josh Kelly for uh. For, uh, for for Eckler, who I and I hear a lot of things about him, but I mean I don't know. Either way, it's just I'm kind of curving him. I, I would rather have Joe Mixon, like even though a lot of people, oh, yeah. a lot of people have Austin Eckler, you know, uh, rank higher than Joe Mixon. I'd rather have a Joe Mixon because Joe Mixon is a do it all guy. He, he is great between the tackles. And Eckler, man, he's you know over the years, when you give him any kind of big load, he gets hurt. So but but he you know everyone loves Eckler because of the passing game work. So. Without, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, but so what, what you what you feel, what you think about him? Man, I mean, you know, some of these guys skyrocket, right, because of the production they had last year, and then now, sure. uh, you know, they, they, they go to uncharted territory going to the, you know, the end of the first round, early second round, when they were, you're getting these guys, you know, uh, in the middle rounds, you know what I mean, or later rounds in other yeah. drafts, so, <clears throat> you know, he, he definitely uh, is a little risk factor, even like Kenyon Drake, because we don't really know. 
But, you know, the upside is definitely there. And I, I think, uh, I'm not sure if you saw that, but the counselor went at it with Eckler. And they were talking about, you know, the production and how he's not a workhorse or whatever. And Eckler was uh, defending himself and saying, hey, look, man, uh, I'm lined up at all parts of the field. Yeah, a that's major, a workhorse you know I mean? in that sense. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But see, man, no, no, I'm going to go piggyback off what you said about, you know, uh, you know Henry, right? So I, if Eckler's my RB1, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, the most... Uh, you know, excited about that situation. Now he's in my RB too. If I can, you know, on that if I'm get in the back end of a, you know, I'm sorry, the, the beginning of the second round, and I can get an Eckler. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I can get Eckler in the, in the second round. You know, oh, yeah. after I get my RB one, if that's the strategy I took, then hell yeah, I love Eckler. Fuck yeah. Now, am I gonna curve him? I mean, I think his value and his upside is right at the right range. So I'm gonna say I can't curve him. I'm not gonna curve him if he falls right there in that bread basket in the second round and i already got my rb1 that's the only situation yeah. i don't curve them yeah because i, I will pref- i will preference by saying that like a lot of these names i'm going to bring up i will acquire them if certain things happen like you know like yeah if they fail like because you know a lot of these questions are going to be kind of adp based too you know what i mean like what are what are we curving you know and then yeah but so, okay so let's go on to the next name let's go on to the next name. i do love austin powers eckler though as as a talent love that guy dude and like Man, because what he, yeah. I mean, but. but, the mojo. Oh, yeah, he got the mojo. But see, did Dr. Evil take the mojo away this year? But you know what I'm saying? Uh Because that's the one thing I'm looking at. Because, man, with Phillip Rivers, like, that's why a lot of people are even excited for. Yeah, and Gordon. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, just, you know, but see, but Phillip Rivers, too, he had a really bad line. So that pressure was coming through. And he had, and over the years, he developed one of the quickest releases, like him and Brady. And and it was the same situation for Brady because they. They just never had like the best line to you know to pr- protect them, so you know. Chargers got better. Yeah, the Chargers got a little better. I'll say that. I say their line got a little better, but I, either yeah. way, either way, I would love a Joe Mixon where another place where I think that line got better. You know what I mean? Because they got Cordy, facts, facts. Cordy Glenn coming back. They got their 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 first year. I mean, the first uh-huh. round pick from last year is coming back because he got hurt. But yeah, okay. But let, let's go on to another name. Another name that everybody's been everybody's excited for this this name ever since he got drafted. And he was the only running back to go in the first round this year. So, mm. to curve or not to curve, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going in the second round in redraft right now, right? Yep. I, I'm, honestly, I would love him if I if I anywhere I'm at in the first round in Dynasty, I might fuck around and get Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You know what I'm talking about? But Facts. but in redraft, I so badly want to have him, but. Bro, like, okay, I love him. And the Schmitties of the world, he, they, they got, they, no matter what, these, these guys are never dropping past first round. I mean, first round, uh, second round. Unless the Chiefs come out with some news and they say, oh, we're going to start him off slowly. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe, yeah. if they say that, that's, that I'm saying, because there's no way his ADP is dropping. There's too much hype on him. You know, people, you know, it, it's, it's recency bias has everyone with the Chiefs. Oh, they're the best team, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, Kareem Hunt back in the days, rah, rah, rah. Damian Williams, rah, la, la. You know what I mean? Then they're like, yeah. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I'm not sure if I'm paying a second-round ticket on a rookie running back who might not start really contributing. Like, he's essentially might start off as a flex play only. You know what I mean? And you're and like and like there's no preseason games. No no I mean there's no they're taking away half the preseason. Maybe you might not even see any preseason. So it's like yeah. 
these rookies, that's the one thing that scares me about all the rookies right now. Are they going to be acclimated to the system? Are they even going to get a, you know, a fair, like a, a full complement of snaps? Because they're rookies, they might, you know what I mean, ease these motherfuckers in because it's essentially going to be like their preseason games. You know what I'm talking about? Like if yeah. we don't have no preseason. So, I mean, just with all that, I think I'm kind of curving him. In, hey, re- in redraft. If I can get yeah, him, yeah, of course. Listen, if he if I have two running backs and he's and, and I'm early in the third, right? So say like I'm, I'm I'm at the top of the draft. I get me like a Zeke or like a Barkley or something. You know, say I'm at the top of the draft. When I come back around, I'm gonna be I'm gonna have the bang bang picks, right? Bang swing around, bang, right? And yeah. that's normally where he's going. He's going to like you know, nineteenth overall type of shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, think about this. If I was to draft, uh, draft like, you know, running back, running back, swing around, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire's there, I would fucking love that. Three, you know what I'm saying? If he's my third yeah. running back and I could wait. But see, also, too, I'll make an argument. If I'm in that, if, if I'm in the third, well, I would rather just wait for, like, a Jonathan Taylor or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because, because he is going to be in a situation where the other running backs are trash. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, he carries the high high draft capital. I mean, so does Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But, I mean, running behind that line, you know what I mean? It's a, it's you know it's Frank Reich. He loves to run the ball. I mean, the Chiefs for the most part they're 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 more balanced than anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's good. You know, it is lopsided as far as rush attempts towards the pass attempts in Indy with Frank Reich. You know what I mean? But I mean, so, so are you curving Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at all? The the Fresh Prince of Hilaire. You know, uh, Bonnie and Clyde over here, Edward, is somebody that I am curving, bro. I am curving. I'm curving hard. I'm, I'm, I'm a curving with the Heisman, actually. And nice. this is why. Because <laughs> my, my guy right here, bro, I mean, he's a 22nd, uh, according to Fantasy Football Calculator, overall, right? And yeah. that's way too rich for me, bro. That's way too rich. I mean, if I'm going to get a rookie running back early... It better be, you know, when a Zeke came out, when Barkley came out. You feel me? Because yeah. I knew those guys are for sure. There's no competition. Edwards is going to have a good season. I don't doubt it. It's just that, let's not forget that Damian Williams, I know that people are like, oh, Damian Williams, you know, went in the third, fourth round because all these people were hyping him up, right, when he was doing in the playoffs, or he consistently did in the playoffs because he did it last year as well. But he's not no bum, bro. And he's going to get he's gonna get his carries, all right? And he catches the ball pretty darn well, too, Damian Williams. So I'm not all sold that, you know, uh, Edwards is just going to run away with the show and that's it. I know Andy Reid has spoke very high of him. I honestly don't even think that uh, Edwards was the, the best running back in the draft. Now, he fits Reid's system. Cool. I, I get it, man. Yeah. But it's just too rich for me, brother. I can't go with a guy Bay. like that. Um Especially when there's someone like, you know, that can get a couple, you know, picks down 24th overall. They're talking about, you know, Todd Gurley. And I'd rather get a Todd Gurley in a, in a you know, cutter system where I know that Matt Ryan's going to go off. I know there's going to be a ton of fucking red zone. I, you know what I mean? I, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be competing versus uh, the Saints and, and the Buccaneers. So Drew Brees and Tom Brady, I mean, Matt Ryan's going to have to put some four points up more than usual. And I know that Todd Gurley's going to, you know, the kick could catch the damn ball. So I'd rather get someone like Todd Gurley because there ain't no one over there in the Falcons that's going to, you know, take carries away from him. Yeah. That's just me. 
And uh, I know some people might not agree. I know a lot of people are high with this dude. But, you know, I stay away from the hype train, man. Because, you know, when you go with the hype train, you get the David Montgomery's and they might bust on you, man. They go all the way up to the third round. They don't always, you know, go up to that value. If you ain't a Zeke, if you ain't a Barkley, I can't touch you, rookie. That of the first two rounds. I'm sorry. Okay. And you know what? Let's... Let, let's, let, you actually brought up a name, and he is on the list. He's further down the list, but let's, let's segue to him right now. David Montgomery. I'm actually, this is one of the guys on this list that I am 100% not curving. David Montgomery, to curve or not to curve, oh, I am not curving. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, because, like, listen, there was too much hype last year, like you said, right? He got bumped up yeah. all the way to the third round. So you're literally drafting him at like what his ceiling could have been, you know what I mean? So now you need him to. There is now you took away all the floor, you took away all the risk, and then you added all the risk of like drafting a rookie in the third round who, like you said, isn't a generational talent like a Zeke or a Barkley or like you know what I'm saying? Where you know when you just know that this motherfucker is gonna walk in as a day one starter, you know what I mean? And here's the thing. Yep. When he when he when he had that preseason game where he had like. A nasty run, like a 39-yard run, and then he then he pounded a touchdown in. Like it was just like, oh yeah, here we go. You know what I mean? It just that it, that didn't help the hype because it made people even more hyped. You know what I'm saying? And then and then so now did but see what would he have? He had like uh, let's see what did he have? Did he had like 800 some? Uh, how many rushing yards did David Montgomery have in the 2019 regular s- season? Tell you right now. Okay, so yeah, 889 yards. And I know he had a couple hundred through the air. How many receiving yards? David Montgomery had 185 receiving yards. So 185. So he had like around. So yeah, he had essentially damn near 1,100 total yards, right? Mm. If so, this year he's like, you know, of was he like a back of the fourth, middle of the fifth type pick right now? I want to say what can you look that up for at, on the calculator because I know yeah been, he's uh right now uh, they got four point zero seven yeah so, so, so he, he is at the back of the fourth right I or like you know kind of middle of the fourth actually if it was twelve right twelve teams yeah so I'm not mad at that there if that was his floor if eleven hundred yards is his floor and you know he had like twenty something receptions or whatever it was. You know, you, you maybe you, you you get twenty more. You get around forty receptions because they definitely, even though they have Tariq Cohen, you know, you can't look one dimensional, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy, you can't be like, all right, we gotta move, put Cohen in because his passing downs work. Like you know, you become you become predictable. Like oh, they got David Montgomery short yardage situation. Okay, they're gonna run it. You know, you need these guys to be effective in both assets of the game because that's how he when Matt Nagy was with the Chiefs and he had Kareem Hunt you know what I'm saying that's how Matt Nagy was with Jordan Howard that first year he came there they at least tried to get him acclimated in the passing game but like you know they found out they found out real swiftly that that uh Jordan Howard was not a great pass catcher so then you've seen more yeah you've seen more Tariq Cohen in his rookie year but David Montgomery can run the route tree he, he does have hands, but, you know, so last year, I think a lot of it was also misusage. Like, Matt Nagy was just not, he was just being a bonehead. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah. it'll be third and short, and he'll take him out, put in Cordell or Patterson. And it was like, then after the shit, he's like, you know what? I found out, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I should have ran away with Montgomery. It's like, come on. So I think hopefully, 
And you got John D. Filippo there this year. And check, yeah. what did what did Leonard Fournette do last year with, with John D. Filippo? He caught seventy balls. They're gonna target the running back position in John D. Filippo's system, even though it's Matt Nagy's gonna call the plays. Every week in the war room, it's gonna be John D. Filippo helping drop the game plan, and they're definitely gonna throw to the running backs, especially if you have a, a guy like Cohen and Montgomery who can catch. So if you give yeah. me him in the fourth round, late fourth round. And he's definitely probably my third running back. If I went running back, running back, and then I targeted like a, I don't know, like a like a Kenny G or something like that, right? I would love Kenny G as my my, my WR one, and then then I then I'm grabbing a third running back. So now I have this robust, you know, running backs. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm yeah, yeah. So what happens? What you think about what you think about my man Monty Burns? Oh yeah, so like when I said Monty, but I was talking about the height from last year. You know, just oh, yeah. to uh, to talk about Edwards, you know, uh, Bonnie Clyde right there. But yeah. uh, what, what I want to talk about right now with David, man, of course, this guy has great value. I can't curve the man. You got to keep this guy. You got to draft this guy. I mean, because this is great value in the fourth round. Nagy, all right, in 2018, he won Coach of the Year, so he was feeling himself, right? He was like, I can't, I can't mess up. I'm Coach of the Year. You messed up, and we've seen it week one when they played the Packers. It was like everyone was like, where's Montgomery? Why do you have all these other scrubs trying to run the ball? And, uh, you know, it played out through the season. And, yeah, Nagy came out and said he messed up. So, let's say he's a man of his word, right? He knew he screwed up. He saw the film, he broke it down, and he saw the talent that was sitting there the whole time. And Montgomery, you know, picked up uh, at the end of the season, had a couple good games here and there, sprinkles. So, we saw the flashes. You said 11 Hundred yards of this floor, I love it, man. And you know that the Bears love running the ball. It's just an old school team. They have a rich history with running backs. Yeah. And then to your to your point with the coordinator, boom, he can catch too. Yes, Cohen actually might have a little bounce back himself too because he kind of disappeared last year. Yeah. But yeah, I love David Montgomery, man. Get you some Monty in the fourth round, especially you know like the middle of the fourth round. I love it, bro. And like you said, if you could be your third back, woo, your flex or something, man. Watch right. out, because that could be definitely something that's going to make you win every week out. Yeah, okay, well, well, you kind of touched on this name earlier. To curve or not to curve, Todd Gurley. But, and, and, and we'll also we'll talk about Le'Veon Bell at the same time, because in, in this range, they're going like in the same range. And out of those yes, two, I would definitely, if I, had, if I had to curve one out of those two, if I was choosing between those two guys, I'm definitely going with Gurley. And even even though it's a risk because we you know the health and whatnot, and, yeah. and, and the fact that it is like, it, it it is more of a passing team versus a running team. But you just gotta look at all that talent, like whether it's you know Julio Jones or Coolio Ridley, you know what I'm saying? Because I I call him Coolio. So you got Julio, <laughs> yeah. Julio and Coolio, and you got Hayden Hurst Helmsley, right? And bro, that's that's just those three alone. That's crazy to me. You know what I mean? It's like they're yep. they're gonna see six. He's gonna see six man boxes, but versus like Le'Veon Bell, who's like, we gotta hope that line is is, is better because they did address that line pretty significantly. Yeah, and and you yeah. know, so I am excited for for a twenty eight year old Le'Veon Bell, who actually might be able to have a quarterback who's not getting killed in the pocket and where like because Le- and hopefully Adam Gaze is not a dumb. Actually, not a dumb. I was gonna say hopefully Adam Gaze is not a dumbass, but. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Nah, 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 nah. He's a dumbass. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, start, yeah, it's like use him, use Le'Veon Bell, like in every facet, like the Steelers did. Like, you know, come on, it's a copycat league. You line that motherfucker up everywhere. He can run the route tree. Great hands. Like, come on, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? But, yep. 
And but see, and then I do. I could say I worry about dirt cutter. Like you know, what I mean, what what kind of running back have we seen really eat in a dirt cutter system? You know what I mean, but then yeah. you, you could also say that. I mean, because that goes all the way back to like like Jacquees Rogers and shit with the Bucks. You know what I mean? Like mm. like he's yeah. you know he doesn't he never really had so or it could be maybe he never had a talented running back for real. In this case, yeah. In this case, he got Todd Gurley. I, I don't know. I mean, there's. There's different ways to look at it, but I would I would probably rather take the injury risk of a Todd Gurley, knowing that they are going to run him into the ground. They're going to give him some work because he got him for one year. Todd Gurley needs to prove himself. Let's run him into the ground. They have that. They have no quarrels with doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I, I know what you mean. Uh, definitely, bro. And uh, yeah, let, let's cover some of these guys. So um, you know Dan Quinn, right? He yeah. is the head coach of the Falcons. Yep. He's in hot water, yo. All right? I'm going to just be real. Yeah, for Adam sure. Adam Gase also, also in hot water. So when, 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 if my <laughs> you know seat is getting a little warm, right, and I, feel, I start feeling the heat, I'm going to have to go to some of my best players, and I'm going to run people into the ground if I have to. And, uh, yeah, to that point, I mean, they are going to run Todd Gurley to the ground if need be. They do not care. Okay, because this guy's job is in jeopardy, and he knows his defense ain't the best, and it can't stay healthy. So you know how you kind of you know equalize that. Yeah, you the run game, exactly. time of possession. Exactly. So, uh, Todd Gurley last year, man, last year, even with the arthritis in his knee, still managed to get twelve touchdowns. Okay, Rushing. sure the fuck did. Sure the fuck did. And, and then he did. He got a couple. You know, he got two receiving. Now we know the man could catch. I mean, he had 31 receptions last year, not too many, and he only had 857 rushing yards. But then again, remember, McVay was not giving the workload to Gurley yeah. on purpose and because he thought they were going to make a playoff push. He thought. Yeah, and at the end of the day, what, what what what? At the end of the day, when they they ended up switching it to 12 team person, I mean, it's 12 personnel. And like, so then, and then you started to see Gurley, like, okay, that looks like Gurley from of old. You know what I mean? Because that yep. line was so bad. So as soon as they switched to 12 personnel, that was just, that was just great coaching by McVay. He is a young, he is a young minded guy. I mean, young minded, he's a young coach, but very, very old, old school approach. Like we want to run the ball. And then when they couldn't establish a run early on, he, you know, he had to sw- sw- make a switch in personnel because you essentially need more help on that line to block. And then, like, you know, Tyre Gurley is going to a line now that's full of all first-rounders, you know what I mean? You know, whether it's an Alex Mack at center and then and just even from their guards and their tackles, bro, they're all fucking goddamn... High uh, picks. Yeah, yeah former first-round picks. Bro, I, I uh, shout-out to the Fantasy Football Lord. He's, he's also a good follow, Playmakers. You know what I'm saying? And you should follow, you should, you should follow him, too. Oh, you follow him? He's dope. Yeah, he's a, he's a big Atlanta fan. Yeah, oh yeah, and like so, you know, when I had him on a few weeks back, we were definitely gonna touch on some Atlanta Falcons, and like when I was writing the show sheet, I fucking, I damn near fell out of my chair because I was just reading all the names on offense, and I was like, wow, they're all first rounders. You know what I mean? They traded for Todd Gurley, he's a former first rounder. Traded for Alex Mack, former first rounder. All the other four starters on that line, they were all drafted in the first round by the Falcons. Calvin Ridley, first rounder. Julio, first rounder. Goddamn Matt Ryan, first rounder. Traded for Hayden Hurst, former first rounder. I was like, this is fucking nuts. Crazy, huh? It really is, though. And then, you know, he was just like, yeah. But anyways, 
Yeah, so back 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 to um, you know, the other running back that we're touching, right? So we I love Todd Gurley, even though uh, let me see, he's at two point ten, right? And yeah. if you go to Le'Veon Bell, he uh, according to calculator, he's at three point zero nine. All right. Oh, so, so he yeah, so he actually so then so a little more it. value. But now let's yeah. talk about my boy Le'Veon. All right, because Le'Veon Bell, yo, this guy has won me so many championships I love in the him. past. Okay, fuck yeah. So I I, I love Le'Veon Bell. He's part of the he's part of the fraternity. Is what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. He got he got multiple chips for me, brother. And check this out. So yeah, we know Adam Gates is a dipshit. We all know that facts. But this man still got 66 receptions with 461 yards, only one touchdown. I know his his quarterback was also seeing goals, so that didn't fucking help when he had the whole mono thing too. So yeah. <laughs> um, then this guy also rushed for 789 yards and he had 245 attempts. Now that means that's that his that's that's the kicker right there. That's the kicker yeah. though. Is if, if he's gonna get that workload again, I changed my answer. I would probably curve Tall Gurley because of the knees also. And now that this new evidence you just presented to me, that he's a, he's back yeah. in the back of the third. I forgot that's his ADP. I like it. Yeah. Give me that and workload. Check this out. Check this out too. According to Pro Football Focus, the New York Jets offensive line was the most improved. Um, most improved. And I love hearing that, right? And then you got like who they got a. Uh, Connor uh, McGovern, yeah, they got him, yeah. and then they got that kid Beckton. Man, Beckton was my favorite offensive line coming out of the draft. I thought he was the best offensive line. I mean, I, the guy is I like Jedrick, huge. I like Jedrick Wills as my favorite because, uh, and, and even the guy that the actually not not Jedrick Wills, the guy that the Giants picked up because he's like day one starter. But yes, yeah, I do agree, bro. He's a big old apple. It's no wonder yeah. he landed in the Big Apple. He's like and. Uh, with that said, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because his dad is huge too. Like remember that draft day when they showed yeah. him? I was like, God damn! But yeah, the jeans, baby. And he's just like throwing fools around one handed, like ew, manhand, tossing them like pillows, bro. Exactly. And what does uh, your boy need, man? You know he likes to do a little stutter stutter. Yeah, so, he, you yeah. know, when a guy when, when he stutters and a guy goes flying, boom, he hits the hole and he's gone. Yeah. So man. I love Le'Veon Bell. Um, I think he's great value. Remember, Todd Gurley and Le'Veon Bell were guys you were drafting in the top five, top ten every year. Um, and now they kind of fell from the graces of God, right? And they're giving you good value where they're at. And they got good, and they got better situations now, in my opinion. Now, I said, like, Adam Gase, it kind of scares me a bit. But we saw with those numbers there, boom, it, the, the, the volume is there. He still is catching the ball. It's just the offensive line was atrocious and the quarterback play wasn't, you know, uh, the best, and hopefully that uh, Sam Darnold gets his shit together because he was a first-round pick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I love both these guys. I love both of them. And if I had to pick one, I'm still going to go with, with Gurley with and yeah. only because of the touchdowns, okay? Because I still think Le'Veon Bell won't get much touchdowns because it's still the New York Jets, guys. Let's not forget that. Yeah. And they're playing the Buffalo Bills and the, the Patriots and the Dolphins got better defensively, too. So it's not a cakewalk. But I definitely think that Gurley, you know, uh, could go ahead and, and get those touchdowns. So I'm gonna go with him, man, because I know he's gonna get double-digit touchdowns guaranteed. Okay, here's. I'm curious now. So we're gonna go. Let's go to the Coopers, Cooper Cup yes. and Amari Cooper, right? Two girls, one yep. cup. And my man, <laughs> yeah, and, and my man, the as I like to call, Cooper the Pooper Scooper, right? Yes. So, I mean, I know Coopers. Like what? What's I know Cooper carries the third round draft capital. Where has Amari been falling? Because I know a lot so, of recency bias has a lot of people off him, 
And I'm kind of off him too, just because I don't like taking such an injury risk. You know what I mean? But even though, even though, 100, you know, 100 of the players in the league, they share the same probability of getting injured because you're playing a physical sport. Just, you know, the, the history of this guy getting hurt. It's like you know, it's it's. And, but then you could also make that argument for Cooper Cup. You know what I mean? So, but I okay. Let's think. What, what, what's Cooper? Uh, the the Pooper Scooper's ADP right here. Well, Amari Cooper is three point twelve, right? So he's and he's Cooper, a, Cooper's what? And Cooper is four point zero. Oh, so okay. So I had it backwards. So so the Pooper Scooper is actually yeah. So okay, here's my thing. I'm kind of getting cold on 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 two girls one cup because if they're gonna continue to run twelve personnel like the way they did, he gets pushed out wide and he shines in the slot. You know what I mean? Like. True. I've been noticing that, you know, maybe maybe it's, you know, overcompensation of one of his legs because of the fact that he was coming, you know, coming off the ACL. But still, like, he's one of those guys in, in tight areas that gets separation. That's why he's good in the slot and especially in the red zone. You know what I mean? But it's like if you're taking that away from him, I mean, and we've seen it last year. Like, he started off really fucking hot. But then when they wanted to establish a run, they switched to 12 personnel. He gets pushed out wide. And, like, he was getting shut down. Like, you know what I mean? He was getting shut down by, by certain corners. And, I mean, he went from, like, you know, a 200-yard game with the Bengals. And then, like, two in a row he put up a dud because he was against, like, you know, great secondaries. It was like, I don't know. Like, yeah. maybe he does have more value, I guess, you know, in, in the fourth round. But, like, say I am going running back, running back, running back. You know, because that's just how my draft was falling. I'm not comfortable with him as my my uh, WR1, you know what I mean? And, like, maybe yeah. I might be curving both these guys because if Cooper's going in the third, I would rather have – if, if Galladay's there, I'm taking Galladay all day over a Cooper. Even, and, I mean, Cooper is always going to draw the number one coverage or double coverage, if, if that, you know what I mean? I, yeah. Yeah, and then, then with the addition of CeeDee Lamb there – and, and and a healthy Michael Gallup, I, I I'd rather have those guys over a Cooper. Also, you know what I mean? I think I might be curving both those guys, cause it's, yeah, like I'd rather have a DJ Chark a little later than and and and, and if I went running back, running back, running back, yeah, man, like I I think I'd feel more comfortable with Chark as my number one than a Cooper Cup. Hey, man, I'm not even mad at that at all, for sure. And uh, I'm gonna have to go with you, bro. Actually, uh, we we on the same page right here. I don't like any of them, and they have the same, uh, you know, uh, same kind of story when it comes to, you know, the, the fantasy playoffs, right? When it comes to December football, right? These guys disappear, or they're not available. And I'm going to take my boy Amari Cooper first, right? Amari yeah. Cooper in 2018 and 2019, the last six games, now I know week 17, we, most people don't play that in fantasy, <laughs> but I'm just going to take these stats. The six, those, la- those last six games, right, in those two seasons – uh, you know, three and three, he's only averaged 33 yards. And he's only mm. had one touchdown in those six games. That's fucking garbage. And you just got 20 million to disappear in December. I'm sorry, Amari Cooper. Yeah, he can take you to the promised land, but what's the point if he's just going to, you know, fall flat yeah, for <laughs> when real. you need him the most? Like, I don't know, guys. I, I mean, Amari Cooper is the definition of a wide receiver handcuff that you need. So you need Gallup if you're going to get Cooper. Or you need C.D. Lamb if you're going to get Cooper. Hey, you ain't lying. Uh, that's how I feel about that. Now, when it comes to uh, your boy right here. Uh, Two girls, one know, cup. 
Two girls, one cut, man. Ah, man, I, when I first made my rankings, I loved them. I was like, man, you know, me too. You, 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 you don't got cooks there no more. Um, you, uh, they got Cam Akers, so now, now maybe golf because you know he's fucking garbage under center. Uh, he needs to play action. McVeigh needs him with the play action because you know <laughs> golf is golf is horrible. Wait, wait, he doesn't have it, but he's fucking awesome with the play action. I'm like, maybe Cup is gonna be freaking awesome. And I'm like, you know what? I gotta go Robert Woods <laughs> because yeah. I know I know what I'm getting there. So I am curving both these guys, and I know they 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 have upside. But when you need them the most, they haven't showed up. And I'm about consistency, and I need guys to show up in the fantasy playoff because if not, you leave a yuck you know, a yuck taste in my mouth. If I, showing up I love I Robert Woods too. I love Bobby. Like I love him as a player. Oh yeah. He's and like it's crazy. USC, baby. Yo, he's one of those guys, bro, that, like, just always produces in this system and then gets disrespected the following year as far as his ADP. Like, I love it. I love that he's going in, what is he, in the fifth round? Uh, actually, he's 4.07. So okay, he's so after... he's, been, he's been moving up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, bro. I mean, especially if he's my number two. Mm-hmm. Love it. Like, if, he, if he's my second receiver, love it. Oh, yeah. Because he is the guy that shined when they went to 12 personnel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think even defensive coordinators disrespect him. by like They'll put their best corner on, on Cup when he's out wide. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Mind you, mind you, he hasn't Robert Woods going to Bob Woods. Just last little note here is that he's never, you know, played outside of, you know, uh, of the Coliseum, baby. He was at USC, and where do the Rams play? I mean, yeah. they're still playing that. <laughs> I, mean, I love it. <laughs> it's a homecoming every time. Exactly, bro. Love it. Okay. Let's go move on. Let's see. Let's see. What's the next couple of names? Uh, okay. We're, we're going to go to, we're going to Baltimore. I got two guys Let's here. Go. Mark Ingram and Hollywood. I'll tell you this much flat out, curving the fuck out of Mark Ingram. I am not on Mark mm. Ingram. I mean, he didn't even have a game. He only had one game over 13 carries last year. Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's, it's a Greg Roman system. I even remember Greg Roman with my Niners. Even though Frank Gore got a bulk of the work, you still seen Michael James in there and shit like that. Pierre Thomas, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Like these guys were still sprinkled in, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I mean? Give me give me some Hollywood, though. I'll take Hollywood. Where's Hollywood going? Like sixth round, seventh round? Hollywood, I'll tell you right now. Hollywood's actually been going up, bro, lately. Um, uh, he's been getting a lot of love, so hold on, hold on. I'll tell you right now. He's 6.03. Okay, see, so, yeah, so he's still at least in the sixth round. If yeah. he's like my third receiver for real, I'm not mad at that. To get a piece of that offense, and with Hayden Hurst leaving, I, it doesn't make me automatically bump up Mark Andrews. It actually makes me think that if they have a healthy Hollywood, he's a lot of those targets are going to go to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like Lamar Jackson, as a passer, he has a great deep ball, and this guy is a, a speedster. Like if he's my if he's my WR three on a weekly basis. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you might have some hit or miss games, but like, bro, like, he pop when he pops a big one, it's the big one. And like yeah. in the sixth round, I don't mind that because also he's such a big name that if he starts to flash, I would package him up with something else and try to bring back something higher. As far you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah yeah because especially when you know people that are really big on a guy like Hollywood, like I wouldn't mind having him. Then you know say like. Say I, I want to, you know, I got Le'Veon Bell in Hollywood. I might package them up and be like, yo, I'm trying to get, you know, Kenyon Drake off you. 
you know what I mean? Then or some shit. Or like you know, I'm, yeah, like you know, down the road. Pull some strings, baby. Pull some strings. Exactly. And a name like Hollywood can help you do that because it's the allure. It's the allure of what he could do. But maybe you know, if he starts to get higher, like, I'll preference this, bro. If he gets into that fifth round, I'm not touching him because I'd rather have yeah. a Terry McLaurin. I'd rather have a a DJ Chark. In that case, you know what I'm saying? Because I know those guys are number ones. The number one option, to be honest, in Baltimore is always going to be the tight ends or the running backs. You know what I'm saying? Because it, and, and to go back to Mark Ingram, with J.K. Dobbins there, too, eventually he's going to – He does everything that Mark Ingram does. So, you know what I mean? Like, and, and Mark Ingram, in his age, you know, he started to wear and tear. That's why they were managing his workload the whole season. You know what I mean? He just – he had so many red zone opportunities. You know what I mean? That that was crazy. Yeah, big trust, baby. Big trust. Um, man, so look, I'm, I'm going to be real, bro, and people are not going to like this one, but I'm curving both of them, bro. I am curving both of them. Because we talked about this last time. The Ravens' efficiency was off the effing charts, yeah, okay? Really it was. It was just off the charts, and that is very, very hard to duplicate. And, I'm not, and I love Greg Roman. He's a great, fine offensive coordinator. Never had a rushing attack less than seven. Over, seventh overall. Yeah. But yeah, to your point, J.K. Dobbins is going to take over eventually in the season, uh, I believe. Uh, also, Mark Ingram is in the contract here, so they're going to want to see what J.K. has with the rookie contract for sure. And uh, yeah, so I'm not going to take Mark Ingram, and he's going at 4.11. And I'd rather take Kareem Hunt at 5.06, man. Uh, I'd rather take Kareem Hunt to be. Yeah, quite if I'm going to take someone that's in some kind of a timeshare, I'd rather have a Kareem Hunt than a Mark Ingram. Boy, exactly, 100%. because you know he's going to get the catches. You already know Stephen. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Kevin uh, Stefanski's over there. Yeah. So you you know what's you know what's gonna happen. You know, Kareem Hunt actually on a year contract himself, but he's on a prove it deal. You feel me? Like he's trying to get that big contract from somebody. Someone's gonna pay. So you know, and he's fully healthy. He don't ha- he don't have that sports hernia that he recovered from last year. But yeah, so I'd rather get you know someone like Kareem Hunt. But now to talk about your boy Hollywood, to talk about AB's cousin. I know a lot of people, especially like Smitty. They 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 love this guy, and I understand the hype. I mean. Bro, I was at uh, Vegas. I saw what Hollywood did to my Miami Dolphins week one. I saw the speed. I saw the playmaking ability. And I knew he was injured, you know, a little riddled uh, throughout the season. But I can't do it. And and I'm going to tell you why. Because when I started looking at guys that are getting drafted around his, uh, you know what I mean? His ADP. ADP, Yeah. uh, He he is uh, going, like I said, in the sixth round, right? Uh, Let's go back Game. Boom, 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 boom. Let's find you, Mr. All right, 603. So then at 603, right? And I'm like, all right, let me look at the other receivers that are around here. Hmm, I see uh, Devontae Parker at 610. I see uh, Brandon Cook, 702. I see Landry just right below him. And I'm like, I like those three guys better than Hollywood right now. Devontae yeah. Parker, I, 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 bro, he was a top 10 fantasy right receiver last year. Stop disrespecting my dude. And now he's on Chan Gailey's offense. Throws 58% of the time. Knock it off. Brandon Cooks, he's going to be the number one right receiver in a fragile right receiver room. And he has super, I mean, he got the dude that's like Superman. Well, and I'm not saying, we talking about Deshaun Watson, baby. We you know what, Deshaun Watson. Oh, I think, oh, I'm going to have to curve Hollywood Brown as well. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you feel me? And not only that, but my boy. Because all Jim, those names you named, I'd rather have all those motherfuckers. Yeah. And Jarvis Landry, don't disrespect that man. Juice? He has the most receptions in the first. Yeah, Juice. And yeah, you know he what? has the most receptions ever since his existence in the league. Exactly. And tell you what, he got that name Juice with the Miami Dolphins. For you guys that don't know this, 
I'm a Dolphin fan, and the guy that had that original name was O.J. McDuffie, one of the greatest Dolphins wide receivers ever. So for him, for Jarvis Landry to get the name Juice, that means something, fellas. You don't just get someone's nickname like that. So, boom. Devontae Parker, Jarvis, and then, you know, like I said, my other boy, Brandon Cooks. I would take those guys over Hollywood all effing day. Yeah. Okay. How about this? Let's go ahead with the next set of, of, of guys I want to bring up. We got we got DJ Moore and we got AJ Green. You got one guy who's gonna, you know, so so to Kev or not to Kev. AJ Green or DJ Moore. And I'm not comparing these guys as far as ADP or anything. I'm just saying just because these are the last two receivers on our list for tonight, right? Then we got a couple, yeah. a couple of tight ends I want to talk about. But, like, start with DJ Moore. I Man, I for the life of me, I love DJ Moore. I think he's going to finish high. But I, I started looking into, like, just, you know, first-time head coaches, like rookie head coaches, right? Yeah. When you're a first-time head coach, historically, you're going to run very low volume of plays – like, look at even Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think they're going to up the volume like crazy next year, especially with pass attempts. Like, I think Kyler Murray actually has, like, a floor of, like, 600 pass attempts, at least a floor. You know what I mean? He might throw anywhere from 630. Bro, I'm I'm telling you. But see, his rookie year, though, he only had 540 pass attempts. And you know what I'm saying? And, like, so I, I – and, you know, I'm just basing this on, you know, rookie head coaches in general. Like – so now you're gonna have Matt Rule there because you know what Carolina was last year, they they ran one of the highest total of plays, like over a thousand, a thousand something, I forget, but one of the highest total plays on offense that they ran, and that so I think is, I'm not saying Christian McCaffrey is someone I would curve or anything, but I also just say like in, in that offense in general, we might need to temper our expectations out of these players because not only yeah. is not only is it a new system. And coming off of this type of offseason that we had, you know what I mean? Like, is Joe Brady going to be able to whip his guys up really fast? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Is is Teddy Bridgewater going to, you know, be able to whip up this, I mean, learn this new playbook fast? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, DJ Moore was was a focal point, in, you know, when, when it was a Scott Turner system. That may, Matter of fact, that even makes me more excited about my man, the Scottish lad, Terry McLaurin. Because he's he's <laughs> Scott Turner's over there now, you know what I mean? Yeah. I call him the Scottish lad. He's not even he's not Scottish, obviously. He's he's black, but you know what I'm saying? The McLaurin <laughs> McLaurin is, is it sounds Scottish to me, and even if it's Irish, my version's better. You know what I mean? So I call him the laddie. But yeah, so it makes me excited about Terry McLaurin because I know that's a system, even though it's a new system. And you can make the same argument: is the Redskins going to be able to adjust? I I I just know that they're going to utilize. They're they're going to make the focal point. You know, their number one receiver. You know what I'm saying? Same way they did with DJ, uh, DJ Moore, because DJ Moore was a PPR machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, then we'll go on uh, AJ Green. I mean, what is AJ Green? Is he is he still like in the seventh round? Is is, is... yeah? So uh, when it comes to your boy AJ Green, uh, Doctor Green Thumb, uh, he's six point zero seven. Okay, so he is creeping up because 
Let's be honest, AJ Green, if he if he's healthy, bro, he's a top five, bro. I don't give a fuck oh, yeah. what anybody says. You know what I mean? Yes, new you know, it's not a new system. It is gonna be a goddamn new quarterback, but I think he might even be a better passer than Dalton. I mean, you know, Joe Burrow coming out of college, he had like a hundred and forty something passer rating. Or not passer rating, a QBR. When he was under pressure, and bro, he's gonna be under a lot of pressure behind that Bengals line. Granted, yeah. should, it should be better on paper, but I think it'll be better on paper, geared towards the run game more. You know what I mean? Still though, yeah. Number one target, bro. It's, it's gonna be AJ Green if he's healthy. So I'm wondering, like, what, what, so how do you feel about this one? Because this one, I, I'm, I'm kind of undecided on this. There's still a lot of well, value there. Yeah, yeah. So, Please. so last year, right back in May. Uh, last year, I was telling everybody like, "Hey, avoid AJ Green, avoid AJ Green, get uh, Tyler Boyd." And some people were like, "Oh, that sounds reasonable," but I don't know, man. It's AJ Green. So I was like, "Listen to me. This is back in May. Fast forward, boom, injury." And I was talking about it in my post and I, on these lives that I was doing with the Fornicator. I was always saying like, "Yo, bro, this yeah, shout out to the Fornicator." Done. Shout out to Jonathan. Hey, yo, so I, I'm like, bro, like this always. This guy always gets hurt. We know what he does when he's healthy. I mean, him and Eddie Dalton were one of the best one-two combos, uh, I believe, in history. I know that sounds crazy, but if you look up the history, AJ Green yeah. and Dalton are some of the best duos ever. Yeah. Um, but anyways, now, now, now when you look at the right receiver position, right, uh, uh, for, for the Bengals and Joe Barrow, uh, you know, you, you got some guys. I mean, T- Tyler Boyd ain't no slouch. You got a 1,000 yards back-to-back with a bunch of scrubs at the quarterback position. And then you got Higgins, man, Clemson guy. I like him a lot, bro. I mean, you know, he's, he's going to he's gonna get some targets for sure. And uh, now you got A.J. Green and then, I don't know, Eifert. I don't know if he's going to stay healthy or whatever. But he's I think he's still on that squad. It doesn't even matter. He's irrelevant. He's, but, uh, you know, he's and then over they, there with the Jacksonville Jags now. Is he now? Okay, see, uh, uh, I don't even pay attention they to got, guys like scrubs they like got that. They got CJ Uzama. One of the coolest names. Uzama. You know what I'm saying? He was there last or, year. He was there last year. Yeah, Uzama or whatever. Uzama or Uzama, whatever you want to call he, him. He's he a big dude. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So, yeah, so he's there and then makes against the ball. AJ Green, look, I'm not mad at you if you get him in the sixth round because you know what, what he's capable of. But this is where he was going last year, and he uh, bit people in the ass. But the sixth, seventh round, you can play. You can be risky here. You could be risky here. So, man, this is going to be crazy, but I'm not going to curve A.J. Green because I think that he might stay healthy because if he doesn't stay healthy this year, he's done. He's yeah. done. Like, he should just retire. So I'm going to bank on, like, uh, A.J. Green in the sixth round. I hate to say this. I hate to say it because I'm, like, always talking about health. But A.J. Green... I'm not gonna curve him in the sixth round. I might take I him. I might take him. I'll probably take I'm him gonna, over Hollywood. Oh yeah, I know. I'll, I'll take him over Hollywood. I, I didn't mention him, but yeah, like I said, the other guys: Parker, Jarvis, and uh, my other boy out there, um, Cooks. But oh yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm not gonna curve uh, my boy Green. But anyways, now the other question: When D- you talk about my DJ Moore, yeah, man, DJ, DJ, quick, DJ Moore. I'm That's my DJ, DJ Moore, bro. You feel me? Like I, I gotta go. I gotta go with some DJ more. I got to, bro. And I'm gonna say why. The guy can play the slot, right? And he plays it really freaking well. I can play the outside too. And, I, and I'm not a big believer in Teddy Bridgewater. He's a nice guy. That's all I gotta say about Terry. But, <laughs> Teddy. But but with but with Michael Thomas too and Teddy Bridgewater, like he targeted that slot a lot. I mean, exactly. Because he his yeah yeah exactly. Like I mean, he does have a shorter a dot. You know, like you know, as far as his pass, his average pass attempts are usually in the short. You know. Around that shorter and, and, area. 
And more can take it to the house. I mean, he's just that kind of explosive receiver. Like, I've seen him even do that his rookie year a couple years back. That he yeah. just, you know, he's been getting better and he's been uh, developing. So, you know, I, I like more. I like more. And it's in the four, early fourth round. I think more brings a lot of value there. Uh, he's he's a, gonna be the key and he's going to be, uh, what is it called? He is going to be in that third year where, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. these receivers, mm-hmm. they, they take that jump. And, you know, DJ Moore. I mean, I'm not mad. Exactly. I'm, I will say, I'm not. I'm, I think you convinced me. I don't think I can curve DJ Moore, even though I made all my points that I feel are valid. I, I, <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? He's still, bro. He has, he has positive touchdown regression because, you know. And you did mention uh, him earlier. Shout out to the fornicator. He did bring up something to me on one of my shows where he was like, you know, 85% of his deep targets, his deep ball targets, were like deemed uncatchable. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, only having four touchdowns. I mean, I think he has he has a floor of like six if you are going to be the yeah. number one target. You know what I'm saying? And it's it. You know, we're we're gonna we're seeing the air raid system. You know, you know, pun intended, raid the league. You know what I mean? You have yeah. it. You have it over there in Arizona. You know, you're gonna you're gonna have it there now in in uh, Carolina. You know, you know, Andy Reid has kind of adopted it with a lot of the spread offense, four wide receiver sets, because that's what Patrick Mahomes came from. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, you know, and it is a copycat league. So, you know, the, and the number one guy in, in that offense, the number one option at the receiver is going to be DJ Moore. You know what I mean? So maybe, maybe we want to see more DJ Moore. How about that? I, yeah, there we go, there we go. So I, I like I like more, man. I like more. I mean, some of these some of these picks are not sexy, man. But we know in fantasy football, it's not about the sexy picks. It's about getting the points, bro. Baby. Yeah, I just want points. Bro, That's I, all I want. You know who I used to religiously pick up and start like years ago? Like I would always pick up uh, John. I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh my God, uh, fuck, he, buddy played for the he played for the Cardinals. Um, I used to call him Skeletor, Jordy, uh, Jordy Nelson, right? Oh yeah, bro. Like I remember, I used to spot star him all day because like he was gonna get like six or seven targets, and they were all like down the field targets, right? Yeah. And then And yeah. like you know, I would be just picking him up, you know, as a, as a you know, just you know, somebody had someone on a bye week, and like so, I always loved looking at him, or even like uh, Danny Amendola. I would always, especially when there was no Julian Edelman, it was like, yo, he's gonna be good, like pile up. Eight or nine targets for real, and they're you know it's just PPR shit or like even yeah. uh, J- Jamison Crowder over the years, even when he his time with the Redskins, it was just like listen, I'm he's always gonna be out there on the waiver. I'm gonna pick him up, start that motherfucker because he might pile up. Goddamn exactly, bro. Reception. Exactly, bro. Yeah, I mean, but exactly. Okay, well we're gonna go on to these last two right here. It's the only two tight ends I put on the list. We already kind of mentioned uh, one of them with Tyler Higby, so. Because we were talking about the Rams, but so with, with Tyler Higby, to curve or not to curve, Tyler Higby. Higby seven point ten, bro. I'm not mad at that. That's probably why I can't curve him. But like, I, 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 I mean, if the line, if their offensive line starts to click, right, which is kind of far fetched for the Rams right now. Because they had like the, the what the 29th or they they're somewhere between 29 and I think they were 31 ranked offensive line last year. You know what I mean? Really bad. That's not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like so, I mean, you know what I mean? If, if if it continues to be like that, we're gonna see a lot of 12 personnel. And you know mm-hmm. that that puts him on these goal line packages. It puts him out there third down situations. And Higby flashed a lot, a lot, a lot. Like he won people league. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he saved people. 
with seven in that seventh round, I don't think I could curve him. If, if I'm looking at it, I mean, maybe I wait a little longer and I take a shot on someone like Hayden Hurst. But what is Hayden Hurst? Hayden Hurst is like in the seventh round too now, huh? Oh, he's been shooting up, bro. Yeah, he's yeah, seven point zero three now. See, that pisses me off because I was, you know, early on in the, in the, you know, in the off season, you know, he was like in the ninth. Yeah, exactly. I was saying he's a ninth rounder, and like, bro, like. I mean, because I think people are wise to dirt cutter system now that they know, you know, it, the, the tight end position is going to demand like 17% of the target market share. We fucking love that. You know what I mean? But, yeah, so maybe, maybe if now maybe my, the roles might be reversed now where I'm like, instead of like going, in, before I'd be like, I don't want Higby, I'll wait on Hayden Hurst. And now I might need to get Hayden Hurst. I mean, I mean, maybe yeah. not, not Hayden Hurst and then wait on Higby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, when it comes to Higby, man, for me, I'm going to curve. Mm-hmm. Now, I know he, you know when uh, when someone you know comes through for you, you remember that person. You're like, damn, that's my boy. You know, he yeah. came through for me when then I needed him. But let's not forget that Everett was, you know, Everett was there and he was a starter and he was not healthy. Reason why Higby, boom, insert, he did his thing, and you know, hey, you got to make the most of your opportunity. But the reason why I say I'm a curve Higby because I rather wait. These these are the people that are going after Higby according to fantasy football calculator guys. So um, you got Hunter Henry eight point zero six. Now I'm not touching him, but I'm just saying that's a name out there. But you keep going down, right? And I see my boy, which is disrespectful, at ten point zero six. My boy Jared Cook. Now if you follow piggy bank picks, you know I'm big on Jared Cook. I yeah. mean, I had nine career touchdowns. You are last you, that is your man. I've, I've heard you. Guy. I've heard you reference him a number of times. You look, you, you you fuck with with Jared Cook. I actually am curving Jared Cook because in with, the tenth round. Listen, oh. in the t- I'd rather get a Johnu Smith. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd rather I like get a, too. I'd rather get a Noah Fant. There's just way too many, especially when you add you add a healthy Kamara back, and then you yeah. add and then you add Emmanuel Sanders, who's you know what I mean yeah. like you know that you know that the shorter a dot passes. It's gonna you know what I mean like. I think I think it's gonna be hard to start both Emmanuel Sanders and Jared Cook because they're probably gonna can they're gonna be that third option. They're gonna cannibalize each other. You know what I mean? Uh, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but we're not we're not even talking about Cook though. But yeah. I get you. I get you. But Shout out to Jared Cook though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Jared man. Cook and then Mike Jasicki in a thirteenth round. I'm see that's have... see now, now you're talking my language because because I also <laughs> I also think that Preston Williams. We'll be ready for week one, but any smart organization, which I think, you know, in the past two years, I mean, I mean, in, the, in this past year, we've 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 noticed once they got all these former Patriot guys in there, they're actually a smart organization, the Dolphins. You know what I mean? And I I think they're not gonna they're gonna not give Preston Williams a full complement of snaps, you know, right out the gate because he's coming off the ACL and because of the type of offseason we had. But I think the beneficiary will be. Goddamn Gesicki. Even though I can't really think of a notable tight end in my memory in a Chan Gailey system, I still know that the type of person that Fitzpatrick is, especially, like, because I don't really know too much about Tua, obviously, but with Fitzpatrick, he always supports two, two, uh, uh, he always can, can support two cast members. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everywhere he's been, whether it was, uh, Eric Decker and a goddamn Brandon Marshall. Uh, and, and or even when 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 Eric Decker got hurt, you know you know it was a uh, Quincy Nunwa and Brandon Marshall, and like he's gonna pepper two guys, whether it was uh, Deshaun uh, 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 Deshaun Jackson 
and Mike Evans and or or, or um or Chris Godwin. Like he was always gonna pepper yeah. two out of the three. You know what I mean? Like, and so in this case, if they're you know if Preston Williams isn't gonna be on the field as much because of coming off the ACL initially, it's Kasicki. Yeah. What are we gonna and say? Put, and uh, yeah, not only that, but uh, yeah, you're right with the Gailey. Like tight ends are not necessarily uh you know famous with them you know they don't like produce that great but they do play well if they can play the slot and not too many tight ends back in the day could play the slot jasicki can oh yeah Jasicki can go over Jasicki the top. is athletic footwork. yeah boy that dude is freaking athletic as hell so um fancy footwork to go over the top he can even hurt over you i've seen it <laughs> but yeah so i i will curve um Higby, only because I feel like someone like Jerry Cook or Mike Jasicki that can get a literally a round or two later. Yeah, or even several, even like five later when it comes to Jasicki. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, uh, for Jasicki, yeah, that's five actually. Yeah, yeah, and Cook yeah. is two. So um, yeah, man, I'd rather get those guys. Those that's great value. Um, and, Shout out yeah, to G Sicky. You feel him. me? I'm about to start calling him G Sicky. Feel me? G <laughs> Sicky. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. This last one. I mean, this last one almost we could rapid fire kind of because I do want to get to, I do want to get to uh you know talking about this expert league that you put together that I'm actually a proud member of and I'm about to take that thing down. You know what I'm talking about? But anyways, we're we're gonna go ahead and talk about Austin Hooper. I he's a real hard curve for me. Curve. Too curving, not too curving. I'm curving. I mean, even though. It's going to be, you know, uh, a Kevin Stefanski system. And, like, even if he walks into that Kyle Rudolph role, you know what I mean, and he's a red zone look, there's still going to be – they still have David Njoku. And if they don't trade him, you know what I mean, if they don't trade him because they need – the reason they, they traded for Austin Hooper is because that system runs a lot of 12 personnel. I mean, look at – you had Irv Smith and you had Kyle Rudolph last year. So, it was like, yep. you know, that, that's why they one of the first moves they did – was draft? I mean, I mean, a trade for a tight end. So, but still, it's you know, where where's Austin Hooper going? Let let's see. Let, let, I'm let's curious because I don't ever look at him. Austin Hooper, huh? Let's see where Excuse he's me. going, man. Austin Hooper's going in a 12, 12, uh, 12. 6. Wow, that's kind of value, but still. Yeah, he nah, feels he just screams. He screams like a guy that's gonna get me like five points, like as a floor. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, no, man. Let's be real. All right, look. Matt Ryan made Hooper. Okay, that is just what it is. Okay. Well, and Dirt Matt Cutter. Matt Ryan and Dirt made Cutter. And Dirt Cutter. Yeah, yeah, and Dirt Cutter. Yeah. Because it's that system. Cutter, it's the same way. The remember, remember a couple years ago, OJ Howard was a thing. As soon as Dirt Cutter leaves, you bring in someone like Bruce Arians. Tight ends are non-existent in his system half the time. Yeah. Now, now we yep. might see it implicated more because when you bring in a guy like Gronk, come on, you know what I mean? Like, what are we doing here? Of course. Of course, you're gonna have yep. to use. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're gonna if you have Gronk, you're foolish to not use him. But 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 you know Gronk, Gronk is a great blocker. Either way, hold on, going back yeah, to who? Hooper, go, no, bro. Yeah, Cleveland cannot look. OBJ will have a diva fit if he doesn't get more touchdowns. If if Hooper starts getting looked in the red zone more than OBJ does, that's gonna be a problem, bro. That's gonna be a huge problem. And Baker Mayfield, bro, he can't. Get, he can't beat three guys. I'm sorry. He can't. He just can't. He can't give the ball to Hunt and throw to him. He can't give it to Jarvis and OBJ. As, and then you want to add Especially Hooper, if they're going to 
It's going to be more of a run. It's going to be a run first team. I mean, like. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not happening. I don't see it at all. Austin Hooper was, you know, part of a system, and that's why you guys love Hurst. Hurst hasn't shown us that he's this great player and is up to his first round capital that they used on him. He has flashes, but he's not established. Yeah, right? I was about to say that. I was like, hold on. My man hated Hurst Helms, and he's flashed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's flashed. He's flashed. Yeah, he's, but, he, but, yeah but, yeah, but you're, you're not you're like, right. wow. You know what I mean? You're not, you're, you're not wow like this was guy. This guy was for sure a first round pick. We haven't seen it yet. Of course, he hasn't gotten his fair opportunity. But also now him going to the Falcons, we love him even more because he fits the system. And now you know his skill set could be used. You know what I mean? So yeah. Austin Hooper, it's just a pass for me. That's just my uh, my take. And I don't even want to talk about it no more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's, well, that was the very first to curve or not to curve. You know what I mean? Pretty good segment. Especially because I woke up after partying for like three days straight. And I was like, shit. I was like, fuck, I need to. I was like, I told my man, I'm usually good at sending the show sheet 24 hours prior. Like, so you can marinate. But I was like, you know what? My man's good. He he knows he, he knows how to pick it up and run with it. So, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And, I, and, and, you know, those are actually names. All those names on the list. What was it? Like 13 names, something like that. Something like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are all guys that, like, you know what I mean? Like, where I really get scratching my head, you know what I mean? Like, do I do I really want to fuck with this dude or not? Or, like, you know what I mean? But, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm you know, thank you for coming on and, and, uh, oh, uh sure. and bring, and, you know, bring me around on some of these guys, too, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but, okay, so, so now, playmakers, you know, one of the leagues, one of the fucking million leagues that I'm in, right? You know what I'm saying? This, <laughs> this one is an invitational. You know what I'm saying? So you had to be invited, pun, you know, hence the word invitational. And it's an expert league. And so, I, you know, yes, playmakers, as crazy as I am, I'm considered an expert. Yes. Ten points for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I do want to know. I want, you know, I know we've talked a little bit about this briefly. But tell me about, yeah. tell, tell the playmakers about the name of this league and Tell them about the, the, the scoring format, the roster format. Let, let, let's get down to brass task. Let's get it. All right, guys. So uh, we're bringing this expert league. I'm very, very excited because we have some great, great members. I mean, this is going to be, you know, uh, competition to me, man, to the throne. And, and, I, and I say that with a lot of confidence because this is going to be one of the hottest expert leagues out there at IG. And best believe I will make that happen because we have great people involved and great ideas. But boom, the name is Breaking the Bank. You know, Breaking nice. Bank Six. So Breaking the Bank is what it is, baby. Because, you know, we got a bunch of dudes that want the loot, that want the championship. And we even got a piggy trophy, custom, all that, baby. And 200 bucks, you know, to first place. You know, that's just a little chunk change. But, yeah, but, it, but it's, a, it's an invitational playmakers. And there is no mm-hmm. entry fee. There's only, there's only a bag at the end you know what i'm saying so this, that, that's you know when you had when you said oh it's a free league and you you win money like, oh i'm in like you know what i mean i was like <laughs> I, I, I do listen if it's free it's for me and i mean <laughs> god damn it i got free in my name you know what i'm saying bogart's got free you feel god it, damn it. You feel it? So, I mean, yeah, man. So, pretty much, I, I, you know, I'm sponsoring the, you know, the, the 200 bucks in the championship because I want to beat the best. I, I'm, I'm telling y'all, take my money, try. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I, and this is, and this is the people that we got, man. I just want to name a couple. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Let, so that's his name. So, you know, boom, we got my boy Bogard. I mean, this guy got the chips. He, you know, he, 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 he got, he got, he got the. 
I got some hardware. You know, I might got a, I might got, got, I got a handful shine, of them. You know what I mean? Shine them up, shine them up. Yeah, you know, your boy Piggy, of course. I, I got my hardware. But then let's talk about some other people that are in it. So we got three people from the throne. So shout out to every single one of them. Uh, you know, you know, uh, fantasy football wolf. Shout out to the Wolf Pack. Yeah, you know they get oh. it. Oh, um, that's right, that's right. You know, shout out to uh, you know the Guru. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Shout out to Spencer. You know. Yes, sir. Guru yeah, Nation. so he's in. He's in officially. Yeah, you know he's what's dope. Officially, I was a part and, of his uh, war room. You know what I'm saying? Hey. In the in the throne league. So you know what I mean? Like that's my connection to the throne league. Shout out to uh, to Justin from Clock Management as well. We we in that thing. We 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 in the uh, the Guru's war room. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, we, 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 we about to take this thing down. I don't give a fuck. What? Let's that's go. Right. That's right. And then lastly, uh, from the the throne league is uh. You know, fantasy football state of mind. So shout out to those three dudes out there, man. They got a little trio, three-headed monsters. So shout out to them dudes too. Um, but yeah, man, I'm gonna talk about my 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 dogs, my dogs, man. You know, uh, run off the clock. You know, up and coming page. You know, uh, yep. my boy Sack. You know, fantasy football. You know, I mean, he's coming up too. My boy, the plug. Yeah, man, the plug yep, podcast. Yeah, shout out to the plug. Is fucking awesome, man. Yeah, it's, he dude. is dope. I, 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 I want to reach. I want to reach out to the dude, man. He's oh yeah, y'all, y'all great work. content. I, I, I told him about you. Oh man, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Actually, um, uh, um, I, I, I figured I'd reach out to him by the end of the week and try to get him on for next, like a next week show. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you got to, bro. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a must. That's a that's a must. Yeah, because yeah, so he's shout dope. out to the plug. Shout yeah. out to the plug. That's my dude. Uh, you know, fantasy football for you. That's my guy from the expert league last year. Real cool dude, man. He's a great page, great fucking insight. Shout out to my boy NFL Authority, man. I mean, that guy got like fourteen thousand followers, and this guy is just a killer, man. He, he's a yeah, beast, bro. I had he is the authority. Yeah, he's the authority. You feel me? Shout out to my boy NFL Junkie too, man. He got like nine, ten k. You know, you feel me? He do. He got a little page. He Hell got of a little, name. A Hell of a name too to go along with the, the great junkie, content. You feel me? Yeah, so, you know, it. we got the authority, we got the junkie, we got the state of mind, we got a guru, we got the, you know, that money network. You feel yeah, me? give me money. Banks. We got the hey. piggy banks. This. And, uh, you know, I, you know I, we got my boy, the plug. I mean, all these dudes, bro, awesome, awesome dudes. Um, You know, I'm very, very excited uh, to be in this. Oh, and, you know, shout out to my uh, the fantasy football limelight, man. Because yeah, oh. He, he, if you guys have a logo, this guy probably made it because this guy is just fucking amazing. Bro. If you don't have a logo, go get my boy Limelight. Fantasy Football Limelight guy is fucking great with the graphics, great with the logos, and great fantasy content. Bro, check this um, out. He's coming on the show on Friday. Mm, I know I'm excited about this one too because he's awesome, bro. He's, he's dope. Awesome. He's really dope. He's awesome. Yeah, and uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I man, I'm, I'm probably gonna ask him live on the show. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I want to get some work done because I'm gonna start. You know, from the uh, you know shout out to the Rum Boys Fantasy Network. You know what I mean? But um, yes, sir. they're like, yo, they're they're getting on me. There's like, yo, bro, you send me some designs, bro. We're gonna start pressing some merch up for you. And I'm like, ooh, okay, I need that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need some give me money shirts. You know what I'm talking about? Shit, I made some piggy shirts because of him, man. Off his logo. So yeah. You know, shout out to my boy Limelight, man. But yeah, man, we got some fucking heavy That's some hitters, hitters bro. in this league. You feel Woo! me? These ain't no chumps. These ain't no chumps. Like, every single one of here is fire. They ain't no weak link in this expert. You know, I see some expert leagues, and I ain't going to talk down on them. But I see a couple of dudes. I'm like, oh, he's in your league. Oh, that's cool. Like, I can beat him. 
But see, these guys, every single one of these guys out here, I look at as fucking great competition because I'm like, man, these are some real ones. I'm going to bring my A game. So now tell us. So now I want you to tell us about this roster construction. And then. then, then, Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So, all right, check this out, y'all. All right, everyone, you know, got the RB, you know, right, you know, you got the one quarterback. I do two quarterbacks, baby. I'm going I'm to throw your ADPs to everything out the window because when you got a two quarterback lead, oh, yeah. you're going to start, you're gonna start thinking differently. Bananas. You're going to be like, wait, wait, wait. I haven't done mock drafts like this before. Well, hey, homie, keep you on your toe. You're an expert, right? So let's do it. Let's run it. Get those two quarterbacks and it's six points per touchdown because in, in the NFL, who, who's the most coveted? position the quarterback right mm-hmm. so why isn't the quarterback showing love and fantasy why are you showing i, the I always do six points love? i always do me? six points you know what i'm saying come on we're trying to simulate fantasy uh-huh. reality football into our fantasy football like the four exactly. point shit gotta go fuck that yeah boy so we got the six points right there you feel me um and so yeah it's gonna be two quarterbacks uh two running backs two receivers one flex, one tight end, one defense, one kickers. I know you're going to boo me for the so, defensive kickers, but no, 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 defensive funny. kickers matter. <laughs> you know what? Since you called on it, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and boo it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love oh, you, Oh, shit. No, I, listen. I love – I mean, I told you my kicker strategy. I always just stream a kicker on a Monday. I actually love kickers in leagues – just because of that fact where it's like, listen, if I'm trailing by like six or seven points and I have no one left on a Monday, you lose. You know what I mean? That's a loss. But if I'm trailing and I have some kind of hope like, and, I, and I don't happen to not have a player that, you know, that on a Monday, I'll throw a kicker in that motherfucker. And I do the same thing with defenses sometimes, too, because at one point in the year, I'm going to end up streaming defenses and until yeah. I land on, on on one that has a nice little stretch of games, like for example, playmakers, I've been y- y'all know I've been saying this: draft the the goddamn uh, Los Angeles Chargers defense because in the beginning of the year they have a nice little stretch where they go up against teams, you know, a good stretch of them. Like the first quarter of the year, like they're not playing against, uh, they're not playing against uh, uh you know a uh, playoff teams from top last year. Teams, yeah. yeah, so it's like, and then, then you know, when they do get into these top-tier teams like the Chiefs and stuff, I just chuck them. I'm not married to uh-huh. kickers or defenses. You know what I mean? They're usually my last picks as well, like when I'm drafting. You know what I mean? But, and, and if I draft early, you know what I'm saying, I usually don't draft any kickers or defenses. I draft more skilled position guys, and I watch, or even handcuffs, that are even handcuffs that I don't, for, for guys that I don't even have. Just in case the, someone gets hurt in the preseason, I might already hit the, the jackpot. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Or the Rona. Shit, you got to be ready this year, man. Yeah. Okay, so are we doing IR spots because of the Rona like, and shit like that? And or even yeah, so check the this higher out. probability so I, of injuries in general because if players weren't conditioned? Yeah. So, so when it comes to the IR spot, man, I got two IR spots open. Um, one thing, too, that one of the rules, because it is the 12-team league, uh, it, you only can have two quarterbacks at a time unless you guys on a buy or injured or on your IR that's the only time you can pick up another quarterback so you better know who the hell you're getting so you can only hold two at a time only two at a time unless you got a guy IR or buy wow so I can't because anytime I'm in a super flex league you know obviously super flex it's a little it's just a tad bit different because you could put something else if you don't have a quarterback but I'm always drafting three 
So, so we're specifying it that we cannot hold more than two. So there will always be options out there, and it's gonna provo- exactly it's gonna provoke people to spend their fab as well because this is a fab this is a fab system, right? Exactly, exactly. So I mean, that, that's the reason I'm doing some of these things, man. I wanna I wanna you know I I, I wanna so damn you know, so test the if waters I'm, a little bit, man. So you know, just just if I'm holding the pot. so if I'm holding two quarterbacks, yeah. one of them's on a buy. I can't drop yeah. this quarterback. So if I can't even, it says I got to hold him. But if I'm now, I got to go into the fab, I mean, into the waiver wire and bid on another quarterback. And if I don't bid on him, I might not have a quarterback that week. And so you can't even start something in that spot because it's not a super flex. This is going to oh, be. Oh, now the thing is that you can, now you, you can, you can definitely still get your guy. I mean, you know, you can just put a fucking dollar if you want. You know what I mean? No, I know this, uh, but I'm just saying, like, if I don't, if I don't bid, if I get outbid, is what I'm saying. I might not. Get, and, and I, what if you know, what if other people are in the same scenario? Like, you know, sometimes there's bye weeks where there's six teams on a bye, so that means there might be half of the league targeting these available quarterbacks. You know what I mean? We're gonna come up to some scenarios this year. It's gonna be interesting. Very interesting, but you know, we'll make it work, man. Any kings, bro. You know, I'll definitely the commissioner to take care of everybody, bro, and make it fair for everybody. So definitely, I, I just realized that. So our man, our man Sin City ain't in this joint, this particular one. Yeah. So now, man, we you know Team Piggy Bank, uh, we are a collective, man. Oh, okay. So, you know, okay. Me, me, complicated Kai, and uh, my boy Christopher Picks, bro. We are definitely all one team, man. We have you know. Oh, I see. Draft, I man, see ready, here. He said, "Take my money." He said, "Try to break my." The piggy bank, but I didn't know it was a whole squad. Okay, I see. It's a squad. But you know what? If that's the case too, I might as well go ahead and invite my man Guru. He he can co-manage this team with me as well. You know what I'm saying? Not not Spencer the Guru, but my the the Goo, my uh, my yeah, my co-host for the uh, for the Real Fantasy Playmakers, who actually is going to be making his epic return sooner than later. This motherfucker just been. He been on this poker tear. He plays he plays poker bros. He like he even wants me to start promoting like he's like we could open we could host a room and make hella money, bro. And I'm like, you got me on make hella money. I was like, you know what I mean? I'm like, so we yeah. you might start seeing me promote this pretty soon. You know what hey, I mean? Hey, that's what's up. Yeah, because I want to bring other things to the GMM network as well. Like I told him, I was like, man, you could film yourself playing, you know, because he's playing high stakes shit every night, you know what I mean? Online. And I'm like, bro, <clears> like you know what I'm saying? And then, like, we could host rooms and then get a cut. Because I, I used to play poker a lot, bro. And I told I one So, you know, I told him, I was like, you trying to get me to the dark side. Because, you know, I, I actually quit <laughs> poker, like, years ago. Because it's like, yeah. what's the use of making money if I'm just going to go and risk it? I, 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 I don't know. I grew out of that. You know what I mean? But, but he told me if I could host a room with him and, and I do the promoting. Because he's like, you know the world, bro. You know everybody. And I'm like, you know, I really do. You know, he's more... You know, he's more of a, uh, you know, he's more of a low-key kind of guy, but he loves to gamble. He's like, listen, you can make money. You don't even got to play. And I'm like, wow. So I, all I got to do is talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm down. <laughs> if all I got to do is yeah, promote hey, it, fuck yeah. Yeah. Get money. Yeah, you feel me? Okay, there was, I'm looking at this list. I didn't, there was 15 names, actually. I forgot. Devin Singletary and goddamn, <clears throat> um... Devin Singletary and a goddamn uh, Jonathan Taylor. Because, so real quick, to Cav or not to Cav, I'm curving the fuck out of Devin Singletary. I'm not. Ooh. I'm not fucking with him. Like, where, where, okay. where, where's he going real quick? Uh, Let's go, let's go. Let me go back, back, back. Uh, boom, Singletary, where you at, buddy? 
going boom, 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 up, 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 up. Yeah, he up there. Um, 4.05, man. See, I'm not fucking with that. I'd rather have David Montgomery. Yeah, and he's going at 4.07. Exactly. Like, And see, here's the thing with Singletary. is like, man, he had one of the lowest percentage of red zone carries, and they brought in Zach Moss, who they already said is going to fill that Frank Gore role. Frank Gore had more goal line carries than goddamn Singletary last year, even though Singletary was hurt for a good amount of the season. Still, yeah. Josh Allen, the white Cam Newton himself, he's going to call his own fucking number. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, half the time he's calling his own number. Yeah, you know I mean, so I'm, I'm curving Singletary, and uh, with Jonathan Taylor, I'm definitely not curving him. I hope the whole because I am worried about the rookies in general. You know I mean, because yeah. it's 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 a real special special quote unquote type of off season. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Jonathan Taylor is just fucking phenomenal talent. He's arguably the best running back talent wise in this draft class and he lands behind the arguably the best line in the game. Yeah. With an old Philip with an old Philip Rivers who they're probably gonna want to run the ball more because even and that's what Frank Reich does. They run a higher clip of, of, of run ratio versus the goddamn passing ratio. You know what I mean? And how about this? We're gonna see Philip Rivers, he might not be with the quick dump offs. He might actually get time to five and seven step drop back behind that line that could pass protect almost as well as they could run block. So it's like if T.Y. Hilton, if T.Y. Hilton can get active again, bro, that's only going to help Jonathan Taylor more. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't see a return of the Mac. I don't see, and and yes, Naeem Himes will be involved, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's the same way. Like, okay, is Frank Reich just historically a guy who runs a running back committee or did he not have a, a talent like a Jonathan Taylor where it's like, okay, we got to feed this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. I, I don't. That's what you're saying. But like, so, so Frank Reich too also, man, historically, he's, his running backs are due to game, to game script. Like, you know what I mean? And if you look at, they, like, bro, the, the Colts, look at their schedule, bro. They have one of the easiest schedules. So if, if they're winning a lot of these games, bro, that, that game yeah. script is going to be favored towards the run. If they're yeah. in positive game scripts, they're going to be running the ball. Well, I, I, honestly, I don't think they want, uh, you know, someone like uh, Rivers, you know, chucking the ball like 40 times a game, you know what I mean, 35 plus a game. Um, they don't have to necessarily do that when they have offensive line the way they do and they have a great running attack. Uh, you know, I'm one to not just do away with Marlon Mack. Oh, because, okay. Uh, because, and this is, this is why, because Mar- Marlon Mack, uh, the last couple of years, uh, you know, in 2018, he was averaging 4.7 per carry. And then this last year, 4.4 per carry. But it's the uh, line. It's the line. It's the line. Yes, it's and the line. And tell me that's not, tell me it's not okay. John, Jonathan Taylor's more talented than Marlon Mack. Come on. Oh, yeah. No, is he more talented? I, I definitely think He'll so. average five but, yards but, a carry behind that line. But but let's not, let's, let's not forget this, though. Marlon Mack, even though he's only, uh, you know, played in 16 16- I'm sorry, not 16. Uh, and 26 games, right? So that's like 13 per season. He's he got 2,000 yards in, in those two seasons, and he's also got um, 17 touchdowns. That's pretty freaking good, man. Um, now, yeah, we can credit the line all we want, but we can't just say this guy is a scrub of any type. Yeah, and he's pretty but, good. But, but and, you know what, though, too, I will give you this, man. Like 
it was unfair for him when there was no more Andrew Luck. Because when Andrew Luck is there, eating. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying Phillip Rivers is no Andrew Luck, but I, I'm definitely not saying that. But he's better than he's a better passer than someone like the grilled beef brisket. Kobe? Yeah. The meat slab is what I call him. <laughs> <laughs> I come up with the most ignorant nicknames. Just trust me. Hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with The meat slab. But see, I'll say this about Jonathan Taylor. I love him. I think he, he, he was one of the best running backs uh, behind uh, my boy uh, DeAndre Swift because that's my favorite running back. Yeah. But, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor, like, is going to a great situation. Offensive line, boom, boom, boom. There's only one thing that concerns me about Jonathan Taylor. And that is he has a little bit of fumble-itis, something that Ricky Williams had yeah, early in his career. But and no, no, no. So now I know this, that Frank ain't going to take a guy that's, you know, putting the ball on the ground. And when you have someone like Marlon Mack in the back, you know, that might cut into his carries if, if, it's a big if, if, he start, if the ball, you know, starts coming out, man, and there's turnovers. I'm not sure if Frank is going to really, you know, just be with that the whole season. Now, I'm not, now I know the upside is there. In the fourth round, I think it's, you know, a very – calculated risk that I would take. I'm not curving, Jonathan. I'm just saying. We got to be, you know, let's not do it with Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack is a great value pick later on and a great handcuff. And I will say, I will say, um, like, just to to kind of rebuttal what you just said about the fumbling, like, that could be coached up. You know what I mean? But, also, sometimes they just can't hold on to the ball like a Chris Carson or uh, LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, I remember Booby. Fuck yeah. <laughs> or even like, even the Chris Johnson. I mean, Chris Johnson. Uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Shady McCoy, because he just goddamn can't stop trying to be, you know, a showboater and he holds that ball away from him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so his is, his is due to running style, but like, you mean, yeah, sometimes, you know, people just fumble. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. and, and uh, man, I hope, I hope they can coach that up because I, I'm, where, where's Jonathan Taylor going? He's back of the third, right? Uh, he's actually early fourth, early fourth, uh, early fourth. I'm sorry. Uh, 4.02. Yeah. See, I'm not mad at that. I, but I think by the yeah, time, nah. if we see him in the preseason, he's going to be a solidified third rounder. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If we mm-hmm. see him in a, with the team ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit, man. This was, man, hell of an episode, bro. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I also... I also knew that, you know, I was going to bring you back on eventually, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know what? You know what I'm saying? This, this is time. It's time it's to curve. Yeah. Oh, not to curve. You know what I mean? But yeah, hey. man. One more time, man. Let them know where they can find you and find all uh, uh, all the crackback uh, 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 content and all that shit, B. Yes, sir. All right, man. So, you know, Kevin Banks and where you can find me and the crew is at Piggy Bank Picks with a Z on Instagram. Piggy Bank Picks on Spotify, Complicated Kai on Instagram, and even my boy, the guru, when it comes to the whole gambling scene, and that's Christopher Picks, that makes the picks in Piggy Bank Picks on Instagram. So, you know, go follow all three of us, man. We are a trio, a three-headed monster. That shit you saw on Hercules, but we kill Hercules, though. So, uh, that is his. They bit him right in the ankle. <laughs> Got him right in the ankle piece. Hey, where, where's Christopher from? Where he from? He from Cali too? Oh no! So yeah, no, he, he lives in here in LA now, man. But he is originally from Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, love it. Yeah, yeah, he's from Memphis, bro. He was, uh, you know, uh, moving pounds before, and now, you know, now uh, he's, he's an older gentleman, man. He's a uh, 
He's one of my good friends, man. He's stories. actually in his 60s, man. So he got decades, bro. Decades. Nice. I mean, old school notebook, dude. Uh, you know, was all over every casino all over the, the country, man. And now, you know, he's uh, him, me, and, uh, you know, my boy Complicated, man. We've been uh, knowing each other for over a decade. And, um, yeah, we're a great squad, man. A lot of chemistry there. And uh, I love my boys, man. That is my team. So, you know, a lot of people have a misconception that Piggy Bank Pictures is just Kevin Banks. No, 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 no. Do not be. There's um, a plural. It is plural. It is plural, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Piggy Bank Picks, man. So, Christopher Picks, Complicated Kai. And your boy Kevin Banks make piggy bank picks, and we are that trio. Like I said, man, we are that one, two, and four. And I'm gonna three. take you guys out in the Super Bowl. Let's go. <laughs> 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 it has begun. Oh, yeah, and playmakers during the course of you definitely want to follow all those casts of individuals he just said, stated, and including follow everybody that's in this league because we're gonna be having content you know specified for this league week in and week out. Yeah, you know I mean, there's gonna be a lot of shit talking. We're gonna be a lot of. It's gonna be like pro wrestling. We're gonna be cutting, cutting <laughs> promos, talking shit. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be a good time. It's playmakers. Yeah. And uh, and I'm gonna have all the links, all the names he just he just uh, referenced. You know, what I'm saying I'm gonna put them all in the description. You know, what I'm talking about. And uh, man, you know, what I'm saying you, you you take it easy, man, and be safe. You know, what I'm saying. And thanks again, bro. Likewise, brother. Likewise, man. It was a pleasure, like always. For sure. Hey. And y'all know where to find me, Playmakers.